This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Zneimer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. Uh, more on the election. Are the parties paying enough attention to health care? Are we paying enough attention to health care? All three parties have made various promises, more money for hospitals or long-term care or mental health. And the campaign really has not officially started yet. Now the province's nurses have weighed in. They are concerned about staffing levels. They say there are 10,000 vacant nursing jobs in Ontario and this as patients come in with more and more acute conditions. Right now, we are going to go to Vicki McKenna, who is with the Ontario Nurses Association. She's the president. And Doris Greenspun, the CEO of the Registered Nurses Association of Ontario. Ladies, welcome. Thank you for being with us. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Okay, Doris, uh, let's start with you. Um, What's the situation with nurses and nursing care? The situation with uh, nurses and specifically with registered nurses is that we are lagging behind the country by huge numbers. We have alerted government and have provided all the evidence of why patient care suffers when you don't have sufficient numbers of registered nurses uh, in the in the system and specifically in hospitals. And that's why we join forces with RNO and ONA to see if a joint push together will make sure that all the political parties, as they are heading to elections, understand that registered nurses are central to patient outcomes. Well, um, I mean, that certainly makes a lot of sense to me. We've heard a lot of talk about hospital budgets, so why have the number of nurses lagged? behind other aspects of healthcare, uh, Vicki? Hi, thanks, Libby. Well, you know, it's a really interesting uh, question, and it's a complicated one. Uh, certainly hospital budgets have played a role in this and looking for uh, reductions and cuts, and we've been suffering. We've lost hundreds of jobs over the last uh, decade for sure, but the last five years have been particularly bad with reductions and layoffs budget year after budget year. But what the what also has come to light most recently is the vacancy numbers. So that even though uh, someone may move to a new position or through attrition, as positions become vacant, they just simply haven't been being filled. And they, they languish there or they just disappear altogether. And this has come to, uh, certainly come to a crisis level when I hear nurses every day tell me that they're working two and three nurses short. I think the capacity issue that's been so prevalent in the news around how many patients are in our Ontario hospitals, how over, um, you know, how over capacity they often talk about, and that means not enough beds in those hospitals. At the same time, there aren't enough nurses, even for the patients who we have in inpatient beds, let alone the ones that are lining the halls. 
The nurse and we are talking about registered nurses, just to be yeah. clear, that's where the shortfall is. Okay, yeah. why uh, are Absolutely. there more practical nurses or other types of nurses? So, you know, we don't want to get into the issue of this discussion that the public, quite frankly, doesn't understand between registered nurses, registered practical nurses, etc. We do know, and government and all political parties are well aware of the evidence that says that you have higher number of complications, including pressure injuries, including falls, including infections. You have higher preventable death rates if you do not have the adequate number of registered nurses. And that's what we are talking about because it's not about firing registered practical nurses. It's about making sure that all the vacancies for registered nurses are posted and filled and is to make sure that our acute care hospitals and cancer, ser- cancer care centers, any new hire must be an RN, a registered nurse, because that's what these patients that have high complexity need. Um, let me ask you this. Uh, right now, uh, are the numbers of nurses, are they mandated by government, or is it just the hospital decides how it's going to staff? Well, it's a mix. Yes, the mix, right? Government has the authority to direct uh, healthcare organizations. In fact, years ago, uh, Minister Smitherman directed hospitals to increase the full-time employment. If you remember, during SARS, we had a shortfall of full-time employment. We were at 50% when George Smitherman mandated that they move to full-time employment. We now have 70% full-time employment. So, Premier Wynne, uh, Doug Ford, uh, Andrea Orbas, uh, Michael Schurer, all of them have the capacity in their platforms to say, post immediately all the 10,000 RN vacancies that my colleague from ONA is saying, and this is factual from the hospital association that have been not posted, and any new hire in acute care and cancer care centers must be an RN starting immediately. Okay. Is there, uh, Vicky, some dispute between uh, you and another union? Is that what Doris was alluding to? No. No, there's no dispute between us and another union. This is simply about the quality of care and health care for Ontarians. This is about the, the lack of registered nurses in our hospital system. This is about what we need for the patients that we care for. And, and Doris talked about and mentioned the research. The research is really clear. The cost-benefit to having registered nurses at the bedside, shorter lengths of stay, better health outcomes, fewer complications. And these are all things that are being demonstrated in research over and over and over again. The nurses on the, out on the, in the field now working in our hospitals are working tremendous amounts of overtime. They're working, you know, way beyond what would be is normal normal in any work sector, let alone in healthcare. And they are called every day to come to work, no matter whether it's a day off or not. They are, and the days they're working, they're working overtime. They cannot continue at this pace. And Ontarians deserve better, and quite frankly, so do the nurses. And it's enough. It needs to stop. And whichever government is in place after the election, it, you know, they need to attack this problem seriously and quickly. Uh, it the, is the, devastating. Um, let the me, health let... and the outcomes of Ontarians depends on it, and they cannot wait any longer. 
Okay, uh, we we have a, a few minutes left in the show, so people, if you have an experience with a nurse or you uh, want to say something about this, the number is 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. Uh, we do have a little bit of time left, uh, but ladies, l- let me ask you this. Um, as you heard in our first segment uh, so far, this election is really not about issues. It's all about the leaders, and it's pretty well all negative. It's uh, who do you like less? So, uh, Well, I would say like less the ones that do not support a good health system, like less the ones that do not believe on the evidence, because the evidence on the issue of the type of health system we need and the type of care that people need in the different sectors is very clear. Yeah, but what my my question was going to be so um is is this your uh you know your one shot to try to make yourself heard or what do you what do you think uh, Vicky about um the chances of being heard when it doesn't seem that that's the ballot question. Well, you know what? I think that you're absolutely right. It's the sound bites that seem to be attracting the attention and I, Doris and I are trying to refocus people's on um, attention on what's important. And we believe certainly healthcare is a big priority. When people dig through all of the rest of it um, and they understand the issues in healthcare, if they're in the system or have a loved one there. And I hope that people will pay attention to this particular issue to healthcare generally and not get caught up in the rhetoric that, may, that will certainly go on through the election. This is about their healthcare system. This is about the health of Ontarians, and this is a critically important issue that needs to be paid attention to. And I invite your listeners to go to www.rneo.ca for the policy platform. Excuse me, I'm taking a call from Brian in Minico. Hello, Brian. Hi, uh, you know, I have one daughter who's a registered nurse and another daughter who's middle management in a school board. And all I have to say is if they treat nurses the way they treat teachers, that would be a lot better for nurses. Um, that's an interesting comment. Um, well, we actually uh, applaud your comment because the reality is that um, uh, politicians at times and governments at times take uh, registered nurses for granted. Uh, they confuse registered nurses with other type of uh, health professionals. And the reality is, again, as Vicky said, the care of registered nurses is imperative to improve patient outcomes and also organizational and money outcomes. Well, they work a lot harder and they deserve a lot more. Okay, Brian, thanks for that. I, I've seen uh, works, nurses work, and they do work very, very hard. And they are critical to getting well. Um, Vicki, again, uh, you know, aside from, uh, you know, being hopeful, um, how do you cut through the noise on your issue? Well, it's about focus and it's about repetition, quite frankly. I really think that is key to what is going to happen over the next number of weeks. Uh, I think that, yes, people will get caught up in the rhetoric and the headline and, and all the things going on. But when they just take a second and take a breath, it's about it's about what's important and it's about the priorities and the and the and our healthcare structure and all of our many of our public services are you know potentially at risk. I think that people need to think about what's really important to them, and and I certainly hope and believe that it is healthcare. The polls show healthcare 
is a very important issue, uh, certainly in Ontario, but right across this country. And politicians need to pay attention to this. And I believe, you know, sometimes we take our healthcare system for granted. And I believe, I truly believe, we can no longer do that. We have to fight for what's important, and this is worth fighting for. And uh, I noticed you had cancer care in there, Doris. Is that understaffed now? Uh, that's the same situation. What happens is that in your acute care hospitals, whether you talk London Health Science, whether you talk Ottawa Hospital, whether you talk uh, St. Mike's, etc., uh, and cancer care centers like Princess Margaret, those patients are very, very complex and have unpredictable outcomes, and the care they require is the care of RNs that have the knowledge, competencies, and skills to respond to those care needs. And that's why we are saying in those settings that any new hire must be an RN. And you have examples of that. Mount Sinai Hospital, an all-RN staff, sick children, an all-RN staff. They wouldn't dream, St. Mike's, an all-RN staff. They wouldn't dream not to have an all-RN staff. So we are saying all those acute care hospitals and cancer care centers, regardless of the city, must be must move to any new hire. We are not saying fire other people. But if you are going to hire, any new hire must be an RN. Okay. And I, I believe, too, Doris is absolutely right in the unstable environment that our nurses are working in. And that when I say unstable, it is very unstable with the capacity issues and the complexity of the care needed. These are not stable environments in our hospitals for certain, and we need to really pay attention to that to ensure that Ontarians are cared for properly. Okay, we are uh, out of time. Thanks to Vicki McKenna and Doris Greenspun. Thank you very much. Well, thank you thank so much you. for your interest. Thank you. Okay, and that is all the time we have for Fight Back for today. Reminder, the debate is tonight. I will be there, and we will, of course, have reports on it starting very early in the morning tomorrow. Um, And again, that's all the time we have, and we now break for traffic and news. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.